Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good for a, for a morning podcast. Yeah, you know, we, we stayed up last night. We watched Matt James go on his first date. It was um, not super eventful, but it, it was a good start to the season. I'm excited for us to chat about it. Well, I'm I'm always looking forward to chatting with you, even if we have to talk about Matt James. So I'm I'm ready to go. Okay, well, let's just get right into it then. Let's start with our highs. You know, start on a positive note this morning. I think Nima Colon is fancy as heck. You know, Claire and Tasha got totally shafted at the La Quinta, and I am very excited to have a whole season at Nima Colon. Well, I, I don't know if I would say they got shafted. They were staying at a nice, a nice resort, uh, but it did look very, you know, everyone was sweating all the time there. And 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 we've got a different uh, part of the country, very beautiful part of the country. It looks like a very lovely resort, and it's nice to see some color. Although uh, the the ladies look a little chilly out there when they're running around in the woods. Yeah, but I I think they'd rather be chilly than sweating a bunch and the dates seem so much better you know we're not just riding horses around the resort getting fed by chris harrison you know just our two one-on-one dates this week we've got some atv riding we're going up in a, a little plane like we've we've got a lot going on we're we're being a lot more creative this season which it's been more on the bachelor than the bachelorette well and that that uh, and that sort of leads me to one of my highlights and it's Bree is just a really good sport because Matt pretty much tried to kill her on the ATVs. You know, he uh, put her on these ATV four wheelers. She doesn't seem overly comfortable uh, as they're riding along, but she seems to to be able to hang and and make it. And then they, she gets on the back of his ATV and he's showing off and doing donuts and sliding around. And of course, he tips it over. He could have killed her, and she comes out of it. And and uh, and I don't, I don't know if we see all of the footage, but uh, you know she she seems to uh, come out of it and come through it well, even after they crash. And and uh, you know what are you going to do? You got to you you're on a TV show. You've got to put your best face forward. But I thought she did a really good job. Well, I had this as a low, oh, Bree's one on one. Personal, I like to put myself in these women's shoes. And getting thrown off of an ATV and rolling around in the mud just sounds like a terrible date to me. Not only is it a first date, but just in general, a terrible date. I don't like mud. ATVing doesn't sound that fun to me. And then, you know, Matt's like, do you trust me? Get on the back of my ATV and then throws her off the back of it. No, I do not like it. Thankfully, the only thing that made me feel a little bit better towards Matt was when he started to make up for it by chopping wood shirtless. (laughs) Well, he, he seems to do a good job of not wearing a shirt. I'll, I'll grant him that. Okay. What's another one of your highs? Well, um, I must say that uh, I always like uh, cameo appearances by uh, Franco, the photographer, and I hope his fake fur coat and uh, we had another big poly sighting who pretended to be a referee when they were playing Capture the Heart, which was a takeoff on Capture the Flag. So I, I always uh, smile when I get to see uh, some of the other characters that seem to be 
in the uh, the bachelor uh, environment there. Well, okay. As a low, I put Franco's pictures once again being incredibly bad quality. I don't understand why they keep bringing this guy back if his pictures look like a toddler stole your iPhone. It's not good. If, this is not what we are paying him for. I think Franco is a character, and and he's there to be a character. Uh, we're, we're not actually, you know, I, I don't I don't think you're seeing the actual pictures. You're seeing some pictures. I think you need to you, you need to back off on Franco. Here's the thing. I think we have enough characters on this show currently. We have 16 women on this date. We don't need to be throwing in Franco and Big Polly yet. You know, we can save our big guns for later when we have less women, when we have fewer Victorias to deal with. I, I think I think we should have more Franco, more Polly throughout the uh, throughout the season. So I'm I'm just happy to get my my uh, my first taste there. So no, I'm 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 sticking with them. Okay, well, one of my highs, I enjoyed the capture the heart slash flag game. I I played that a lot as a kid growing up, and then you had wedding dresses and cake and paint and some female wrestling. That looked like a fun game to me. I think personally, I could have impressed Matt James with my my capture the flag skills if I had been on that date. So, so just for the record, as far as Meredith is concerned, I don't want to get in the mud, but. It's okay for me to roll around in the woods, get cake on me in a wedding dress. We, yeah. we okay there? Yes, exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay. Just want to be clear on that. <laughs> and then my last high was Matt talking to Sarah during their one-on-one. And he had this one question that really stuck out to me. He said to her, what can I do during this process to show you that I'm someone you want to be with? And I thought that it was a very impressive question because I don't think I've ever heard a lead say that before, like a lead say anything along the lines of like, what do I need to do to impress you? It's always, what are the contestants going to do to make me want them? And I thought it was refreshing that Matt was, you know, putting himself out there and being like, I want to impress you, Sarah. Like, I want to be someone you want to be with. And Matt didn't do much to impress me this week other than chopping wood shirtless. So I think... I, that really stuck out to me. Well, I, I've, I've got some I've got some thoughts on that uh, with Sarah, and I'll I'll get to those in a bit. And uh, you know, but I, I you know, good question, you know, fair points, and and I'm sure I, I suspect you're going to come back to the uh, to the shirtless motif several times throughout the season. Oh, I imagine that they'll keep showing it to us, and obviously, I'm not going to ignore it. Well, I mean, you you used to count how many times uh, Bachelorette Claire was crying. Are you going to make a count on how many times we get to see Matt's abs? If that's what the people want, I'll give it to them. I I don't know what the people want. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other highs? Well, my other the other high I had is Lauren, the corporate attorney, mm-hmm. went to Carolina, and I think she was referring to the University of North Carolina which is where I went to college. So she's moving up my list and she scored the uh, group date rose. I I did note that. I put it as a low though. I was going to see if you caught that when Matt made a comment to Lauren saying, unfortunately you went to Carolina. I think that we're getting uh, closer and closer to seeing how, who Matt is cheering for in the triangle. 
Matt is cheering for Wake Forest, where he went to college, and he competed against all those schools in the triangle. So I'm suspecting he doesn't have a lot of love for any of them. Yeah, but you have to – I feel like he's going to dislike one to the least. Well, to his credit, uh, I thought that uh, he was able to see through he, – he sees more and more in the just where she went to college. Okay, yeah, that's that's true. I will say I'm I'm going to go into my lows here since we're kind of already there. I didn't even write this down. I've just been thinking about this. Matt seems very stiff. He seems like very uncomfortable in a majority of his conversations with all of the women. Like he it just feels very stiff, very forced to me, and I don't know if that's just his personality because we've never seen him on a show before. Or maybe, maybe it's just because he's trying to get used to dating on a TV show. But I really just like want to shake him and be like, loosen up, dude. Chill out. Stop stop looking like a board. Well, as you recall, last week I, I said that Matt James was there for the wrong reasons. And that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 100% convinced that he's actually ready to get married. So... Uh, we'll we'll see if uh, we'll see if Matt can loosen up and and um, that we we get to see the real Matt as the uh, season progresses. I hope we do. I don't know if I can handle this for eight more weeks. Well, you know, I I'll you know the, the elephant in the room as far as a low light uh, to me was hey Victoria's a psycho. She's sleeping on the couch. She's throwing her roommate Marilyn under the bus. And uh, you know, making uh, making a mockery of herself and and the show uh, to a point where I was scratching my head, saying, you know, is she really a contestant, or did they just plant her on the show to uh, uh, create chaos? Well, so my hot take is that I think last night's episode would have been incredibly boring without Victoria. We would have had. I don't think I would have laughed at all if it weren't for Queen Victoria. So I I'm not putting her as a low. I. I quite enjoyed her. Well, I, I she is an, and she. I'm glad that you find her to be entertaining, but she's a real problem, and she's got a lot of problems. You know, she does not seem really attached to uh, um, to the real world. Yeah, she she doesn't seem particularly stable. But the first two three episodes of The Bachelor, you know. It's not about stability. It's about drama. And Victoria, she brings that for us. And so I appreciate it. So yeah, so she's not a low as far as you're concerned. No. My only other low is I do not understand why editing is now showing us clips of the show before the show starts. It's like a little teaser, like how last week we saw Katie bringing in her vibrator when she met Matt. And this week we saw... Sarah almost fainting during the rose ceremony, but they're kind of giving us spoilers, especially if they're going to show us the rose ceremony. You know, they showed us Sarah holding a rose. They showed Brie also holding a rose, helping Sarah get down so that she doesn't faint. Like we already know who two of the three roses are before the rose ceremony. That's why are they doing this? Well, uh, I must say when they showed the teaser with uh, Sarah, uh, fainting or collapsing at the beginning of the show, it was just, Hey, look, there's another blonde girl. Uh, I don't know which one it is. So I, I didn't know. I didn't, it, 
it, it didn't help me determine anything there because I, I don't know these, I can't tell these people apart. Well, some of us can, and it's, it's not nice that they're doing this to us. Very rude, actually. Well, I, I put this down, and I don't know if it really qualifies as a low light, but I, I'll, I'll throw it out as a question to you. Is there a requirement to take a bathing suit on all the dates? You know, I found it very strange that after the uh, ATV uh, date that uh, they ended up in a hot tub. With that said, I don't know if they had bathing suits on when they were in the hot tub or not. You know, then, I know that as well. <laughs> but uh, and then the date uh, with Sarah, you know, they they go on their their plane and they have dinner and, you know, uh, but hell, look, there's a pool there, too. But they happen to have their bathing suits. You know, is it a requirement to carry your bathing suit at all times to be prepared to, um, you know, hop in the pool, hop in the hot tub? What's what's going on here? I would imagine that as you're preparing for your date, you know, doing your hair, doing your makeup, the producers are going to tell you whether or not you need to bring a bathing suit with you. They, they're not yeah. going to leave you high and dry. Uh, I, I don't, I do believe Brie was wearing a bathing suit in the hot tub. It was just a strapless. Okay. All right. And I guess just my other low is any 18 person group date is a problem. That's 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 crazy. So I don't I, I don't I don't know what we're doing with eighteen person group dates and how you can make any determination if someone is uh, of interest to you or not. Well, t- typically, you know, the first few episodes, there's going to be one one on one date and two group dates. So it's it's usually like eight to ten people on each of the group dates. Um, I I do think it was interesting that we threw that out the window and just had, was it 16 or 18? Either way, it was too many people. And I, they, they were just trying to stir the pot with Victoria, I think. Well, I, I, I thought it was 18, but who's counting whether it's 16 or 18, it's too many. And, and uh, again, kudos uh, to Matt for being able to remember these ladies' names. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into the right reason? Sure. Go ahead. So I have two. Um, first is Sarah. I feel like that's a pretty obvious one. She had a one-on-one date with Matt. Um, and during the dinner date portion, they have a serious conversation where she talks about how her dad has ALS and how she quit her job as a reporter to be a caretaker for her dad and how her dad has lived a lot longer with it than doctors expected and how just she has really turned the tables and talked about how her dad would do her hair in the morning before she went to school. And now she brushes his hair in the morning and she just seemed like a very genuine, nice person. And I think she might be too good for Matt. So uh, my take on this, and, and you had mentioned Sarah earlier is that, you know, the, the currency for staying on this show is, you, I'm going to have to share really personal stuff with Matt and and because I'm sharing it with Matt and their cameras all over the place, the entire world. And it just honestly made me uncomfortable. And um, I, I, I didn't like it. I actually, I, I, I put it under the wrong reason. 
and and it's it's just uh, you know the the requirement to have to share all this to be on the show to me is just an indictment of the show of you know this this isn't the way people should have to act you know at some point you need to have these conversations with your future spouse you're not supposed to have them on television in front of the world so I, I didn't I, I I understand what you're saying she does seem like a nice person you know part of me was saying if I had ALS would I want my daughter to be off on a reality TV show searching for love uh, I don't know I don't I'm not so sure about that but um, even if you didn't have ALS you you wouldn't want your daughter on a reality TV show searching for love so you might be a biased uh, opinion. I guess I'm just thinking that if I have a terminal disease, I hope that you'll come visit me. I would. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. I I agree with what you're saying. I do find it concerning that in order to stick around for a while, you have to have this sob story that you tell the lead on your one-on-one, even if it's the second one-on-one of the season. Um I think that's something about the show that needs to change. You know, we, we saw it with Tasha last season too. Like you need to tell me your sob story or I don't feel like we're connected enough and I might send you home. Exactly. That's what Matt was saying. You know, I, I feel like she's got to open up. It's like, okay, here we go. See, I don't think Matt knows that on his own though. I feel like that's something that the producers are feeding to him. I don't think he's been around the show long enough to be like, oh, I have to get a sob story out of this girl to keep her. I, but either way, I, I don't love it. But I, I do give Sarah the right reason because she does seem like a good person. Well, and I'm not giving Sarah the wrong reason. I'm just, I'm just giving the, I guess this is more the show the wrong reason. But, uh, um, you know, so, so I had two right reasons. Okay. Number one it just sort of struck me watching the ATV date that whoever got the deal to provide insurance to uh, the the bachelor shows must be making a killing. They must charge the hell out of ABC and the bachelor and they're making a lot of money because with all the crazy stuff they're doing, people running around the woods, smashing each other with cakes, you know, flying in biplanes, you know, ATV accidents, there's going to be a real hefty premium there. So uh, you know, right reason for the insurance company that's working with uh, the bachelor for for really overcharging them, I hope. Wow, that is just thrilling. And the other one I had was Abigail, who just to me seems like the nicest person, um, you know, sits down with Matt and they haven't really had a lot of time together since she got the first impression rose. And you know, they, you know, she's like a, a baseball third base coach coming up with these signs to communicate with Matt so that, you know, when they're in crowds or whatever, she can you know, pull her earring or something and, and he'll see it and know that uh, she's thinking about him and he's going to pull his ear. I, she just seems like the nicest person, you know, way too nice to be in this mess. You know, I agree. Abigail is my other right reason. She does seem so, so nice. I think it's super cute that like, even though she didn't get to have a date with Matt this week, she made an impression anyways by doing their little secret code. And I'm assuming that Abigail knows sign language since she is deaf. And I think that she's like, it's going to slowly start teaching Matt how to use sign language. I'm excited to see it. Uh, Yeah, I, 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 I really... 
I, she, she really seems nice. I, I, I hope things turn out well for her. Yeah, I think she's top four material. I think that she could be next Bachelorette material. I, 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 I fear that you're correct and that she could do a lot of this uh, crazy Bachelor stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I just wish her well. All right, should we move on to the wrong reason? Let's. I know you've already talked about the show and the sob stories, but obviously we have to talk about Victoria. She What's yes, I yes, I, I had the my 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 show issue and then I just wrote and of course Victoria. Queen Victoria really stole the show. Um she is very open with the fact that she's there to date Matt and she is not there to be in a sorority. And as much as it's going to screw her over, I kind of respect it. You know, she's just really going about it the wrong way by making all of the girls her enemies. She she makes very sweep large sweeping assumptions that no one else is there for the right reason because they're happy that Brie gets the one-on-one date and not themselves. And I love when someone um, describes themselves as authentic and real because, I mean, is there really – more of a wrong reason than that like i it's just like please meredith pick me as the wrong reason i'm authentic and real she's willing to sleep on the couch because she hates her roommate marilyn and um i i think that psychos like sleeping on couches so it's just she's got a lot going for her well and and do we did we really understand what the conflict was between Marilyn and Victoria, is there a conflict or is this just uh, something in her imagination? No, I honestly don't understand what most of the conflict is that Victoria has with everyone other than Victoria's personality. Well, and and, and I can accept that uh, all these ladies are are there because they want to be with Matt. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll assume that's the case. You know, you, you and I have discussed that perhaps some of them are just trying to uh, – what will be social media icons or what do we call it? Influencers. Influencers. Yes. Um, you know, and, and they're all really there for that, but to verbalize it the way that Victoria has is uh, in my view, inappropriate. Uh, she's, you know, just uh, trying to, to grab attention and, and uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to make friends on the show, why why try to make enemies? That's what she seems to be trying to do. Yeah, I feel like she, she's used to that, though. Like, that's her normal MO. But we, we also need to address her outfit choices. Um, you know, when Brie was going on her first date and Victoria was having all this conflict with the women, she was wearing a tie-dye sweatsuit, which is, like, something that I would wear as I've been working from home for almost a year now, not something I would wear to go on a nationally televised dating show. And then her dress for the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, it just looks like something that you would put on your Barbie dolls when you're five years old. Like it's just rough. It's very rough. Queen Victoria should be looking much more elegant than she does. So, so you don't find those to be uh, queen worthy outfits. No, I, I, I do not. Okay. All right. Okay. Are you are you good with your wrong reasons with Victoria? I'm fine with that. I think we've uh, we've beaten that horse. Let's move on. And it does look like we'll get to see more of her next week. It, it does look like she'll be getting a rose. Um, but 
Unfortunately, which I I assume we attribute that to the uh, producers. I would think so. Yes. So I'm I'm also going to give Victoria my MVP of the episode just because for the simple fact that she was one of the only sources of my laughter throughout the two hours. I didn't love Bree's one-on-one date and Sarah's one-on-one date was pretty, pretty deep. I did like the capture of the, the heart game, but like Victoria is really, really what brought it home for me this week. So Victoria, Queen Victoria is my MVP. Well, I, I can, I can understand what you're saying there. She certainly stole the show. So I, I, I guess that's fine. Um, you know, that's your choice. <laughs> well, do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? Uh, just a little bit, not much. Um, number one, guys don't really like or need drama queens in their life. You know, they may get some attention, but they're really not going to be around for the long haul. And uh, sorry, Queen Victoria, probably not marrying material. So um, enjoy Victoria while you have her, because uh, I can't imagine that she's going to be there over the long term and and just uh, you know try to avoid being the drama queen out there. And the other thing is, you know, I, I, I'm going back to Lauren, the corporate attorney, you, and Matt, be open to people. Even if they went to your rival school, I don't know about that one. And you know, as a uh, alumnus of the University of North Carolina, sorry, Wake Forest, we don't really see you as a rival school. You know, but but sometimes people see us as a rival school. So so we'll, we'll let that one pass. Okay, get um, off your high horse, buddy. What's that? Get off your high horse, buddy. You know, but I'm just saying we you know, we should all. Look for the good in people, even if they went to our rival schools. You know, these days we need to find reasons to to see good in one another. It's a little tense out there these days, so um, let's let's not uh, um, let's not get too focused on on uh, schools or parties or that sort of thing. Let's find the good in one another. That's my happy fatherly advice to wind us up. So you're fine if I bring home a guy that went to Duke. I would not throw him out of the house. I would ha- I would do my best to have an open mind. Yes. Wow, that's very big of you. Okay, you know, but uh, you know, if he's also uh, you know an Atlanta Falcons fan, maybe not so much. You know, or you can only do so much there. All right. Well, I guess that's fair. I don't care too much about the Falcons, but I digress. I think that's all we have for this week. We're very excited for next week. We get to see hopefully some more group dates because those are very entertaining early on. But join us next time to discuss more of Matt's season from the right perspective and my dad's.